What's crack? Big dogs. Welcome, bike, to the channel. Welcome, bike, to the headquarters. My name is Nicholas. This is BDG. Big dogs gotta eat. And we're gonna run through my rankings quickly. Week 13 rankings. We're gonna go through each of the positions and then just highlight a few players in each position that my rankings have a very drastic difference than ECR. Expert consensus rankings, all of the experts around the industry submit their rankings to fantasy pros and then they do some fucking mathematics calculation with their TI-84. Tells you where you're extremely differentiated, where you diversify the revenue in the rankings, okay? Uh, my rankings are live right now. They go live every Thursday around 11 a.m. noon Eastern time-ish on bdge.store. You could sign up to be a Big Dog member. It's the only place you'll be able to find Zim. bdge.store forward slash community. That will be linked down below. I'm ready to, uh, to get after it. And shout out to Cocos who opened bike up after a tough two to three month hiatus. They were like a coffee shop that sponsored me when I first moved into the village. And then one day I go there, I'm tired and it's the morning and I'm like, I need my fucking extra, extra large coffee so I can fucking yell at people on YouTube and I fucking pull up and then the gray gates are down and I'm like, okay, maybe they're taking the day off next day. Maybe they're taking the week off next day. Maybe they're taking the month off. Turns out they took a couple months off. Something happened. I, they got new ownership there. I went bankrupt. If he had listened to some of our videos, maybe he would have went bankrupt even earlier. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm fucking so annoying. Let's uh, let's tuck our shirts in. Stop yelling and let's eat. Okay, again, if you want to grab my, my rankings, of course, you've got to be a big dog or a goat member, bdge.store forward slash community. When I'm looking at the quarterback position, the first guy that jumps off the list to me is Carson Wentz. I have him ranked four spots higher than ECR. I have him at quarterback 11. ECR's got him at quarterback 15. I can understand the hesitancy. He looked great last week, though, and I think we've just seen that Carson Wentz is borderline back to what he was in, in Philadelphia, right? Maybe not like MVP level, but even the MVP season he had wasn't like the MVP level that we're used to nowadays where you want to win MVP, you got to be like 4,840 touchdowns or something to surpass guys like, you know, Mahomes and, and Brady and Lamar Jackson and shit like that. So he's back to where he was for the most part. Um, the hesitancy, of course, you know, he's quarterback 11, so he's not like a must-must start, but he's in my top 12, so he's absolutely a streamer. He's in your lineup if you're a super flexor. Houston, this could be a game, obviously, where Jonathan Taylor ends up getting 28 carries and goes for 170 yards on the ground, and all they do is eat up clock and eat up clock and eat up clock. Very, very much within the range of outcomes. I still think, regardless, even if he only has like 25 pass attempts, he's shown games where even with that low level of pass attempts, his efficiency has been super, super high. So I like Carson Wentz. He's my QB 11. Um, next up on the list, we have Russell Wilson. I have him down at QB 17. ECR has him at QB 13 still. I don't know what the fuck these people have been watching over the last, you know, three weeks since he's returned from that finger injury, but something's fucked with Russell Wilson. The relationship with Seattle, the relationship with DK Metcalf, maybe his fucking relationship with Sierra. I don't know, dude. Whatever he's doing, he needs to change it up. The finger might still be bothering him. He's not running anymore, but there's no shot Russell Wilson even flirts with my lineup until we see like a, a Russell Wilson game out of him. Matt Ryan, I have up at QB 19, three spots higher than consensus, quarterback 22 in consensus uh, versus Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is like not a, you know, we saw Carson Wentz rip them the fuck up 
uh, last week. And they are bottom 10 in terms of like fantasy points allowed to the quarterback. And by bottom 10, I mean like most generous. So they're top 10 for quarterback scoring against him. This has kind of been just a pass funnel the entire year. And I know, again, he's going to be without Calvin Ridley, but he can uh, he can still get it done through the air. I wouldn't be surprised if we just saw Matt Ryan rip off like a 250 and two touchdown game. Anytime you think you're supposed to, to bench him, he ends up having good games, especially within division. Like nothing really fucking matters if we're being completely honest here. All right, let's move over to the running back position. So most of my rankings will be lined up with ECR, if not like just one or two spots over. So again, I'm only looking at the guys who really jump off the page here to me in terms of the ranking differentials. And the only one that's top 15 or even like top 25 right now that's really, really different for me would be Mark Ingram. And the only reason he's he's up at running back 14 for me right now, because we've heard the news that Alvin Kamara is obviously out for tonight's game. That was a shocker. Um, you know, I've got team. I'd rather have fucking got shockered than have Alvin Kamara sit on my goddamn bench. Pause. I know. Whatever. Fuck you guys. Um, I have leagues where I need to get fucking dubs and Alvin Kamara is out here just taking surprise DMPs. Can't have it anymore, Alvin. We fucking can't. You know what? Your name might be Uncle Alvin. Uncle Lenny's no longer Uncle Lenny. All right. He's graduated. He's father Lenny. All right. He has absolutely sunned everyone that went against him. Alvin Kamara's out for tonight against Dallas. Dallas is a pretty good defense, but like Mark Ingram's going to absolutely, they have nothing else on offense, man. With Kamara out, again, like no Michael Thomas ever. Um, they need to get the ball to a very select few people. Taysom Hill in that uh, quarterback. I don't think that really hurts Ingram, to be honest. I just think Ingram's going to get 20 touches tonight, without a doubt. I have him up at 14. ECR has him at 30. Uh, so they just haven't adjusted the ranks yet. Um, who else we got? I got, you know, just going along with that game. I've, I have Zeke at 16, ECR is him at 14, so not a big difference. But, you know, he did practice in full this week. I still think he's a little bit banged up, though. I still think we see a little bit more Tony Pollard than we'd like to have seen. I think Zeke has gotten like nine carries in each of the last two games. This is a very tough, I mean, they're getting all their pass catchers back, too. So Cooper, Gallup, Schultz, um, CeeDee Lamb will all be on the field together. So probably a little bit less work for Zeke overall. Tough matchup at New Orleans. A really, 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 really good run defense. I believe they are. Let me check it out. Let me check, check, check. Skirt. Uh, they are 32nd in the league against running backs. So they literally are the toughest um, matchup for fantasy running backs. And it's not even really close. Like they are very, very far behind in terms of what they allow to running back. So Zeke, I got him, you know, outside the top 15, which is not, you know, a normal, normal thing that we typically see. Um, Next up, I got Damian Harris at 26. His ECR is 23, only a three-spot difference. So, you know, we're kind of just like picking and choosing random fucking guys here because most of my stuff is pretty in sync with what we're seeing ECR-wise. Um, so with Damian Harris, I mean, it's pretty fucking obvious. The story kind of writes itself. He's in a very, 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 very committee-level committee, okay? The boys are showing out. The boys are playing together. We're all holding hands. Stevenson, Damian Harris... Brandon Bolden. So Damon Harris got in the end zone last time, but like tough, tough, tough matchup. They're at Buffalo um, in a committee. So Damian Harris is outside of my actual RB2 consideration. He's still going to be in my flex spot for a few of my leagues, but like only because we are burked. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Sonny Michelle, I have at 33. ECR is at 37. There's a chance that skyrockets all the way up because Darrell Henderson is dealing with a quad injury he missed practice on Wednesday we'll have to see if there are any updates from today's practice if he misses today's practice as well if he doesn't get him a limited practice we're going to start really really worrying if Darrell Henderson is out versus Jacksonville this week Sonny Michelle is going to jump right up to there where I think like Mark Ingram was at in the RB14 range you, I think I have a tier of like even Saquon's in this tier at 12 
Mark Ingram, Sony Michelle, Josh Jacobs, Ezekiel Elliott, like they're all in the same kind of tier for me where they're going to see like a decent volume of touches, probably a 15 touch flourish, but aren't all the most like explosive big type play guys. So keep an eye on Sony Michelle and Darrell Henderson. Uh, Singletary, I have six spots below consensus. I don't know why consensus even wastes their time ranking guys like this anymore. Uh, Alex Collins is RB32 in consensus. I have him down at RB44, so 12 spots below. Alex Collins should not be even considered to be flirting with your lineup either. Alex Collins has shown no burst, no speed, no pass catching since uh, that one big game he had against Pittsburgh like four weeks ago. The offense is not good. That's not conducive to fantasy points for running backs. So get Alex Collins all the way the fuck out of here. Um, and for those of y'all wondering, I have Alexander Madison like top five. My top six guys, Taylor, Jonathan Taylor, Joe Mixon, Austin Eckler, Leonard Fournette, Najee Harris, Alexander Madison. If you want the full rankings, again, bdge.store forward slash communitoy. Move over to the wide re- <laughs> Damn. Move over to the wide receivers. I see like they make you rank Correll Patterson in both running backs and wide receivers. And I put him, this has to be a mistake, but regardless, I had him at wide receiver four. And uh, which is 37 spots higher than consensus. So I see like, you know, zero, zero, minus one, plus one, plus 37. Made a motherfucker chuckle. All right. Um, Cordero Patterson, CeeDee Lamb, I have all the way up at six. Now, I think I want to say I made this ranking right before I heard Amari Cooper was going to be back on the field and traveling with the team. So I might move CeeDee Lamb down. I have Keenan Allen right below him, Deontay Johnson right below him. So I think I might scoop him down below Deontay Johnson. But the Saints matchup is actually a pretty sexy one for wide receivers and quarterbacks right now. They're number five in terms of fantasy points allowed per game to fantasy wide receivers. So I think you're kind of starting all the Dallas Cowboys wide receivers. Let's see where I got the other ones. I got Cooper at 23. I've got Michael Gallup down at wide receiver 33. He had a big game last week, but he automatically goes back to that three spot. And now we have Dalton Schultz a lot more involved in the offense so I think all three of them are obviously startable uh CeeDee Lamb Mark Cooper but I think you can definitely put Gallup back into the lineup because he proved to us that he was in fact healthy uh Jamar Chase I have done at 10 ECR has him at five so I have him five spots below tough matchup against LA uh LA the Chargers have been very very tough against fantasy wide receivers they are 31st in points allowed so the second toughest matchup for fantasy wide receivers and we've seen some inconsistency there from Chase where that's not what we got in the beginning of the year but they're kind of spreading games around between him you know, Joe Mixon, obviously, is going to be a huge part of this game plan. He's got like 70,000 bajillion carries over the last two weeks. And now they're going against the Chargers, who are a run-funnel defense. So I'm, I'm I'm assuming Joe Mixon is going to get another 25 carries in this game, which is going to lower the volume for all the wide receivers. And now we're seeing T. Higgins blast off a little bit. So is it a Higgins game? Is it a Mixon game? Is it a Chase game? I think there's a little bit more risk involved in that scenario. Jalen Waddell, I have up at wide receiver 14. ECR has him at wide receiver 18. If he's in PPR, honestly, I have D-Hop at 13, assuming he plays. If this is full PPR, I'm playing Waddle above DeAndre Hopkins, most likely. Um, I don't think that's a bold take. Great matchup against the Giants. Jalen Waddell is like basically discount Deontay Johnson, where it's every week it's nine for 85. Sometimes he gets in the end zone, sometimes he doesn't. But again, no Devontae Parker, no Will Fuller. It's like it's the Jalen fucking Waddle show and a great, great matchup. Two is playing really, really well. So I've got Waddle down at 14. Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin, I have down at wide receiver 16. His ECR is seven overall. I don't really know where people are coming off of giving him wide receiver seven rankings. Like he has not really been that consistent this year in terms of any sort of upside. So while I like Godwin, right, he's going to be in my lineups and the ones that I actually roster him in. Godwin, even in a great matchup against Atlanta, like anytime Gronk and or Antonio Brown are back in the lineup, there's such huge heavy pieces of where Brady goes with the ball. Um, so that, you know, mitigates Chris Godwin a little bit. It hurts my, we saw it last week where both of them had absolute shit games. Gronk went off. 
I expect them to have bounce back weeks against Atlanta, of course, but like, you know, I, I just think there's not a lot of ceiling there for Godwin when, when Gronk and uh, AB are back on the field. So Godwin is more of a wide receiver two for me than a, you know, mid wide receiver one, like the rankings have him, which I think is silly. Lockett, I have at 24. He's ECR 17, so I have seven spots below. I, You know, Lockett ended up having, like, the big game for the Seattle wide receivers last week, but what was that, like 10, 11 points with the way Russell Wilson's playing over the last few weeks? I mean, you know, like, your big game is 12 points right now from a fucking wide receiver. So, Lockett, I don't I don't look at any, anything better than a high-end wide receiver three, low-end wide receiver two. I think it's pretty ugly there. Uh, the two Rams wide receivers. I have Van Jefferson at 26. Five spots ahead of ECR. I have Odell Beckham at 28, four spots ahead of ECR. Uh, even with Matthew Stafford dealing with the injuries, I mean, we saw both of them super, super involved. Odell Beckham had a 24% target share uh, last week, 10 targets tied for the team lead. He's a very, very integral part of the offense, and he was playing mostly outside, so he's already got that like wide receiver two role. He played a full complement of snaps, so I feel pretty good about both wide receivers. I do think they probably trust Van Jefferson a little bit more, at least Stafford probably does, um, but I think both of them are super, super startable in your flex spots this week, so I have them both four to five spots ahead of ECR. Kenny Galladay, I have 11 spots ahead of ECR, and this is probably a huge fucking mistake. Um, they're playing at Miami, and Miami's been really, really tough over the last like month or so. They've kind of come into like who we thought Miami was going to be. Tony's almost definitely out for this week. Sterling Shepard, I'm not sure if we have an update on him. I think they said he's going to be like a game-time decision, might be leaning towards playing. Uh, I will probably move Galladay down if uh, Shepard is going to see the field if not i think i think holiday's a wide receiver three with a little bit of upside against miami judy right underneath him i have a 35 ecr 28 so i have seven spots below i don't know what judy has shown anybody or this entire like passing offense has shown anybody since he returned that makes you want to start him as a wide receiver two a Corey davis is looking more and more like he's going to be sitting out this week uh so elijah moore i have a 32 he's already extremely startable he's probably going to jump up to a top 30 wide receiver for me probably right's below Chase Claypool at 29 and Mike Williams at 30. Maybe I'll keep Mike Williams. Nah, I'll probably jump above Mike Williams, but he's definitely in that tier of Mike Williams and Jacoby Myers is right below him. So I'll move Elijah Moore up like three or four spots if Corey Davis is indeed ruled out share. Um, That's kind of all I have for the wide receivers. Move over to the titty tight ends. Dawson Knox, I have three spots above consensus. I have him up in the top five. He is eight. Uh, I mean, he's just been... More often than not, he's giving you like he's giving you like you know he has the dud games just like every tight end, but his ceiling is crazy high. Like his ceiling is these multi touchdown games, and he's giving you like eighteen to twenty points, which is something that's extremely rare at the tight end position. Logan Thomas, I have up at nine. His ECR is thirteen, so I have him up as like a really solid tight end one above Goddard, above Gesicki, above Pitts. So Logan Thomas is a guy who came back his first his first week back last week, um, ran a lot of snaps or ran a lot of routes, would have had a very, very, very solid fantasy game if they didn't reverse that touchdown call at the end of the game, which helped me get a fucking dub in E-Town get down. Um, so I'm thankful for that. But, you know, I think that's more predictive of how involved he is going to be in this offense. So I really, I think Logan Thomas, I look at him as basically the same way I looked at him in the beginning of the year, which is a, you know, a back-end tight end one, but a secure one. Kyle Pitts, I have down at six. Or I have six spots below ECR. ECR has him at six. I have him down at 12. I don't understand how, like, we can continue to get excited about Kyle Pitts, given what we've seen already, right? Um, since <laughs> since those big games in the in the middle of the year, he's done nothing, and those were against shit defenses. So, like, you know, if we're rolling someone up in Atlanta, it's fucking Corderell, of course. I don't even hate Russell Gage, um, but like Kyle Pitts, I, I I don't know. I have Foster Moreau right behind him. So ECR is Moreau at sixteen. I have him at thirteen. 
which I have three spots higher, but still right below Kyle Pitts. I'm going to be honest, though. I'm, I'm in a league where I'm debating Moreau over Kyle Pitts, and there's a good chance I pull that trigger. Better matchup against Washington. Washington is 13th most fan or tied for top 12 most fantasy points allowed to the tight end. Buccaneers are number eight. So not a huge like difference overall, but I guess both like positive matchups. I just, you know, Foster Moreau, when Darren Waller is out, running 100% of the routes, six for 16, a touchdown. Same thing that Kyle Pitts is doing, but actually producing. So that's that's a t- that's a tight one, I think, for me. That's really all at the tight end position. Let's look at the defense. Nothing crazy here. Indy at one, Philly at two, Miami at three. Miami, if Daniel Jones does not play, I might actually move Miami up to two or possibly even number one overall. Bucks, I have three. Bucks are unanimously the number one ECR team right now, which is a little bit weird. I don't think they should be. Uh, they're on the road, number one. They're missing some players defensively. So I have them down at four, but you know, I just don't think they should be ECR number one. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, streamers, Indy, Philly, Miami, Minnesota Vikings, all top five streaming defenses for me. Uh, that's all I got for y'all. I just want to get something quick out, kind of going over the rankings that I have right now and checking out the differences between myself and all the fucking experts out there because I certainly am not one. But if you've hung around and you enjoy the video, as always, make sure you subscribe to the channel. We'll be doing videos like this all the time. Hit the thumbs up button if you enjoy the video. Uh, and if you want my rankings, just head over to bdge.store forward slash community. I love you. I'm out of here.